0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Tigers in 20, a Go Tigers 247 audio podcast. Your one-stop shop for all things University of Memphis Tigers athletics. Here are your hosts. Founder of Go Tigers 247, Brooks Hansen, and lead writer for Go Tigers 247, Christian Fowler.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode. I am your host, Christian Fowler, joining me as always at Go Tigers 247, digital content creator, Kenny Stubblefield. And Kenny, I got to preface this podcast a little bit because you were not able to record yesterday on Thursday. So Brooks and I recorded a 35 minute podcast. Centered around, we started with the two lane game, broke down the two lane game real quick, and then went into what's left for Memphis on the schedule. And we went into this podcast with the belief, because of certain things that we had heard, that the Wichita State game was going to be scheduled for next week. So our whole premise of yesterday's podcast with me and Brooks was talking about, you know, how how can Memphis finish out the season? What can they do to close out the season? And we spent 45 minutes before the podcast looking at all the schedules and figuring everything out to find out that Memphis, if they won out, if they won their last four games, if Wichita State got uh, rescheduled, that they would win the regular season AAC crown and go into the conference tournament as the number one seed. So the whole podcast was centered around this. The title of the podcast was
0: How Can Memphis Land the Number One Seed in the AAC? And it was supposed to drop at 9 a.m. this morning.
1: Yes, so as we get the news this morning, as Brooks and I are on the phone working out all this news and getting everything put out, I right before he called me, I was on my laptop. I have the whole article written for the podcast. I have everything embedded, ready to go, and then he calls me. So as I'm about to hit publish, I get a call this morning um, about all the news that, that we are about to talk about. And that news, Kenny is that Memphis's regular season finale against Houston has been moved to the Fertitta Center in Houston. Um, And as of today, as of what we've heard this far, there has been no movement as far as rescheduling the Wichita State game or another Houston game. There's been no movement there. Memphis hasn't heard anything. So at this point, today, Friday, whatever today's date is, February 26th, it does not sound like Memphis is going to get either that Wichita State or that Houston game rescheduled, which means three games left for Memphis at this point, Cincinnati, South Florida, Houston, all road games. This team hasn't played a road game since January 28th, so they finished the season with three road games, um, including a bad matchup against South Florida. We know they don't match up well against South Florida. They almost beat them earlier this year, and that was without Alexis Yetna. Um and then you have to play the best team in the conference on the road, uh, where they're nearly unbeatable at the Fertitta Center. So, I mean, we called it what we called it what it is uh, this Ooh. morning on Twitter. It's it's a screw job. Memphis got sc- completely screwed here. It, it is it is insane. When Brooks and I were talking about it this morning, we were basically we've never
0: seen anything like this. And which is typical for this year. I mean, this is the COVID year, so it's typical. There's a lot of things that have happened this year that we haven't seen before. But this takes it to a different level. Yeah, this is really weird.
1: And I know I know the reason that this happened is because that first game was postponed. The Memphis-Houston game was postponed. That was supposed to be inside uh, the Fertitta Center. And then without them being able to reschedule it, Houston is allowed to request for the next game, which is March 7th, Sunday, March 7th, regular season finale, to be played in their home stadium, in their home arena and that's exactly what they did. It was approved, and and here we are. And I know that this is something that they talked about uh, before the season that they kind of put in uh, before the season started because of COVID, and said if this if this scenario is to happen, this is a possibility. Um, and I know people were like, "Well, UCF had to play twice here uh, in Memphis, but not the same case. Memphis traveled to Orlando." spent that money to travel to Orlando, found out they couldn't play and they had to come back home. That's why they got back-to-back games with UCF. Um, And then the SMU game, which got postponed, they actually played in Memphis the first game, and then two days later were in Dallas uh, for the second matchup. So this is something that I haven't seen this year. Um, It's it's weird. It's odd. It feels very slanted against Memphis. And I know a lot of Memphis fans – Always have that stigma about everyone's out to get Memphis, and
0: this is uh this is adding fuel to the fire for Memphis fans because this one this one looks bad. There's nothing that we can say to go okay, well listen, this is why this is happening. It just doesn't make sense, and so people are going to take it, fans are going to take it and run with it, and and they have every right to because this, like you've said, Christian, numerous times, and in your article that you wrote on GoTigers247.com today, this. Feels like the AAC is hedging their bets that Wichita State and Houston are going to be tournament teams. That Wichita State will probably end up winning the regular season title, go into the conference tournament with the number one seed, and that Houston, being a top 25 team throughout the entire year, has been the best team in the AAC. They both will get into the NCAA tournament and saying, We can't let Houston go into the NCAA tournament with a loss to a team that is not an at-large bid in Memphis. So let's figure out a way to make sure that Houston looks as good as possible. So, okay, Houston, granted, we're going to, even though we haven't rescheduled the game that was postponed due to the COVID, you know, crisis COVID, you know, protocols, we're going to switch your game with Memphis to a home court game instead of an away game. It feels and smells like hedging their bets to try to make their two teams they think are going to be NCAA tournament teams look as strong as possible.
1: And what's even more aggravating is Houston just scheduled a game against Western Kentucky that they played on Thursday night. And granted, they looked incredible. They absolutely ran the doors off of a Western Kentucky team that beat Memphis early in the season. But there was plenty of room for them to try to get a game with Memphis on the schedule, and it just felt like they were just like, "All right, now we, we. really don't care. We don't want to play. We don't want to play Memphis at this point in the season. We're riding high. We are looking good. We got a game against Western Kentucky scheduled. We got a pretty favorable schedule to end uh, to end conference play, especially if we can flip this Memphis game to the Fertitta Center. And that's exactly what they did. And I think you're absolutely right." Um, some, I've seen a couple posts on Twitter and a couple people on our board say doesn't the AAC want two tournament teams yeah they do Wichita State and Houston uh, that's what they feel like the best bet is right now so it feels like everything is being slanted toward, toward Wichita State and Houston and when you look at their schedules they're pretty favorable for both teams moving forward especially now that that Houston Memphis game will be played uh, in, in Texas so it, uh, it, it feels really slimy. It, it just feels and looks optically very slimy. Um, it's kind of disappointing. I know Laird Veach, Penny Hardaway, I'm sure the, the whole staff, all the players are disappointed.
0: I'm sure they're they- gutted. I'm sure they're gutted. Oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. because you've heard Penny Hardaway in the past few press conferences say, we control our own destiny. We know what we got to do. And he's saying this in hopes that they get one of those games rescheduled because he knows if it happens, they can land that number one seed because – at this point in the season, with the play, with the way that you played earlier in the year, because we know how bad Memphis played early in the year, for you to even have an opportunity, forget the 18-day layoff, forget the COVID, forget the rust, you have four games in front of you and you say, look, we played bad early in the year, here we are now. If we win out, we win the regular season title. That's all you can ask for. That is all you can ask for if you're Memphis at this point in the season. And they feel like they're going to get that and they don't. So I'm sure... They are absolutely ripped about this. I would be too. Um, But it should give them some motivation uh, to close out the year. Even if they can't win that regular season crown, it's got to give them motivation to say, let's go win these last three games. Let's go on this terrible road stretch that we have to go on. Going from Cincinnati, Ohio to Tampa, Florida uh, to Houston, Texas. Let's just go show everybody that we belong in the conversation. And then when you get in the conference tournament – keep that motivation and run it and that's that's all you can do at this point you don't control your own destiny anymore uh you just have to go win games and then and then once you get in the conference tournament you do you win all your games you get in you get an auto bid so that's where they're at right now I know it's disappointing um but it's it's kind of how everything's fallen after
0: after this news this morning you know it it feels like that's what you know that this the message that Penny has been putting out there over the last couple of um during press conferences and things like that is about has been about um controlling their own destiny and and so you're right to bring that up christian and 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 I think it's it's gotta be so frustrating for 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 Penny Hardaway that um that this is now their destiny has been taken away from them like they have no shot to win the the number one seed. Um, you know this is two years in a row that this has happened. You know we talked about it I think a few podcasts ago where um you know the Tigers struggled at the beginning of last year and then um ended up kind of playing better ball, playing their best ball going into Fort Worth last year and then the covid came in and and uh. Stop the tournaments and NCAA tournament, all that, and then this year this happens, and it's got to be so frustrating for Penny.
1: Okay, Kenny. So it's supposed to be just me and you. We didn't think Brooks was going to be able to join, but he looks like he got a little break in the action from work, and he is on here. Uh, So Brooks, we've uh, we've went about ten minutes talking about our thoughts and opinions on this, uh, and I know you have some strong feelings as well. So I'm just going to
0: turn it over to you and let you rock with it. Yeah. Before Brooks goes, before Brooks goes, I want to say. For those who can't see us as we're you're hearing our voices, Brooks looks very agitated right now. His his shoulders are squared out. He's kind of swaying back and forth.
2: The man has got a hot take coming. Man, I just I've drank way too much coffee this morning, so that's probably it, but um No, I mean, so this has been a a hot take issue since we broke the news this morning. You know, I feel like we broke the news and then everybody is like, oh, well, you know, l- since I didn't get the news, let me just try to figure out a way to like spend this and and provide some perspective. And I tweeted this, but I'll be honest, like sitting back watching some of these tweets fly out, all these people are wrong. And here's why. And, and everybody's got an opinion just like they do something else. And so, you know, mine. Mine might be right there with them. But the reason why I think everybody else is wrong and my take is right is because everybody's picking one thing. Everybody's saying, oh, this is the AAC's fault. Or some others are saying, this is Houston's fault. Screw you, Kelvin Sampson. But here's the thing. It's fucking everybody's fault. It's the AAC's fault. It's Houston's fault. It's ECU's fault for putting Memphis in this position in the first place. The one team's fault that it is not is the University of Memphis. Memphis, The only team that's affected. The only team that's affected is the only team that had no part in this. Memphis is willing to move their schedule around. They're willing to go three straight road games to add a game back in. They're willing to do that right before the conference tournament when they've got to go on the road to Texas to play three games in three days. And so if, if you're trying to take up for the American and say, well, oh, this, this stipulation was agreed upon before the season even started, you know, the athletic directors agreed upon this type of setup. Well, y- you can't use, for example, Cincinnati I mean, uh, UCF earlier in the year. Memphis literally got on an airplane, flew to UCF, took their own resources to go to Orlando to make that game happen, and UCF caused that game to be canceled, and Memphis had already traveled to Orlando. That's why the UCF game made sense for UCF and Memphis to play essentially back-to-back home games for the Tigers with that opponent. So that's not a good example. The reality is that that home game for Memphis to finish the year at the FedEx Forum was cemented. It was on the schedule. And Memphis had a block of time where they were willing and able to put Houston back on the schedule. And they were even willing to go to Houston to make that happen. So Kelvin Sampson, in order to protect his seed, He balked at the idea of adding that extra game back into the the conference schedule. The AAC, in order to support that argument of keeping Houston's two or three seed alive, decided to support them in that decision and move that game from the FedEx Forum to Houston and claim it's out of our control. This was agreed upon by the conference uh, presidents before and athletic directors before the season started, they can claim ignorance. So it's it's on Kelvin Sampson for being a. P- it's on the American Conference, for not standing up to Kelvin Sampson and saying, "Here's what's good for our conference. We have to have these games played, whether you want them to or not. You can go out and and play Our Lady of the Peace." all you want and add them back into your schedule. You can add a team that you know you match up well against in Western Kentucky and then have a week-long break and then refuse to play a game? No. As the conference president, Mike Resco has to stand up to Kelvin Sampson. And that's why you can't pick a side here. It's Kelvin Sampson, it's Mike Oresko, and it's ECU's basketball team for not following the proper protocols and shutting down half of the conference with three and a half, four weeks left to go in the season. And here's why that sucks even more. Wichita State is now sitting in first place. They have not played SMU one time. Memphis isn't the only team that has a gripe here. SMU is a bubble team too. SMU lost two opportunities to play Wichita State because of ECU because of their COVID problems that they gave to the rest of the conference. So SMU, have you seen the AAC announce anything about SMU getting gains back? I haven't. Nope. Why? Why? Why are we bending over backwards to meet the needs of Kelvin Sampson and the Houston Cougars and then trying to protect the best-case option for an at-large team in Wichita State? And if, if I were Penny Hardaway and this Memphis staff, I would be as fired up as I am right now, and I would be making this thing all about Memphis versus Mike Oresko, Memphis versus Kelvin Sampson, Memphis versus every single other motherfucker in this conference that isn't willing to give you a fair shot to get into the NCAA tournament this year. And I would have those guys so fired up that they're going to go in and beat everybody's ass by 40 points Going into that conference tournament, period. Yeah,
0: you talked about Mike Oresco. Mike Oresco has no desire to stand up to Kelvin Sampson. No, this fits. This fits the narrative for what they want. They want Wichita State and Houston. They're there in their eyes. They're the two best possible options for an at-large bid. Whether or not Wichita State wins the conference tournament as the number one seed, Houston is a top twenty-five team. They're going to be an at-large team. Wichita State has beat Houston. So if Houston wins the conference tournament, they have a case to say we're the number one seed in the conference in the conference tournament. So we should get an at large. They want Wichita State and Houston to look as good as possible, so they're not going to reschedule an SMU game with Wichita State. They're not going to reschedule a Memphis game with Houston. I was stunned today. Christian and I were talking before. I've been running around like crazy all morning, so I was trying to keep up with all the news through Twitter, through you guys, through all that. I was assuming the entire morning that Houston, the Houston game was being rescheduled, The the was being made up. They're going to play two games against Houston at the Fertitta Center. They're literally playing only one, and it was the one that wasn't even touched by COVID, and they're switching it to Houston. That's insanity to me. Like, that is
2: – that is if that doesn't – that feels so slimy in every single way. Well, and for Memphis to be an at-large team, they literally have to win out, even if, if there's a game added, even more so, they have to win out. They have to win their two First, you know, the, the opening round game for them in the second round and the, the semifinals. And then they have to be competitive against whoever it is to even have a shot. You know, so in order for Memphis to be that second at-large team for the American Athletic Conference, like Mike Oresko wants, th- it means that they would have to beat Wichita State added back to the schedule. They would have to take out Wichita State. They would have to ding Houston's seeding by either beating Houston in a makeup game and then the second game. They they have to hurt the two top-level candidates for an NCAA tournament bid as of today. So what the conference did is they bent over backwards. They kneeled down at the throne of Kelvin Sampson and kissed his rings what little rings he does have because he really hasn't won anything. So uh, that's my take, and that's why I feel like all of the other hot takes that are like, oh, you know, it's it's a little bit here and a little bit there. Everybody's to blame. Oh, COVID sucks. No. Kelvin Sampson and the American Athletic Conference suck.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, and I want to go a little deeper into something you said because you mentioned that Our Lady of the Late game and the Western Kentucky game. And that's a whole thing in and of itself because you look back at the press conference that Penny Hardaway had on Monday and he said they've tried time and time again and we know this, Brooks, because we've talked about it off the record that they've tried to get big games. Penny's talked about the Louisville game that they tried to get and the conference continuously shut it down because they said you have to reschedule your in-conference games that got postponed due to COVID. So that's the st- that should be the standard, right? From from what they told Memphis, that should be the standard. If you, if you have aac games that have been postponed due to COVID—that that is your number one priority to get those games back on schedule they have not had that same precedent for houston in the slightest they just played western kentucky last night thursday night they played western kentucky and like you said they have a week off plenty of time for a game and they're not they're not keeping that standard for houston they're letting them do whatever they want play whoever they want I'm sure Kelvin Sampson said, look, we match up well against this Western Kentucky team. That's a big win for us. It looks good on our schedule. Let us go get that. Oh, yeah, sure. Go. Go play Western Kentucky. Forget about Memphis and any of these other games you have to make up. Go beat Western Kentucky and show that you guys belong uh, in the conference tournament. So it's just, man, it's slimy. It's super slimy.
2: Here's the other thing that people aren't thinking about. They, the conference moved up Memphis's game in Tampa against South Florida a day earlier, and they have failed to reschedule any games to warrant that move. And at this point, that's not looking good, right, Brooks? Well, and the reason why that's not looking good is because you've got to travel to Cincinnati and play them on Sunday. You've got to travel straight to South Florida, uh, an entire time zone, and then you, you get a day off to prepare for South Florida and now you've got to play them 48 hours after playing Cincinnati. Why the move? Why? I would be demanding the conference to move that game back to Wednesday. Unless you were rescheduling some games that, w- that have been postponed,
0: why Where are move? They? Where are they? Where are they?
2: Yeah. And, Ex- and that's, exactly. That's exactly. my thing. Yeah, If you're not going to do what you said you were going to do earlier in the week from the conference commissioner's office, then why are you moving our games? you're bending over backwards and making exceptions for everybody else with every other issue, scheduling, makeup games, travel. So what they did is they they put it to where now Memphis travels to Cincinnati, they travel to South Florida and Tampa. And now they come back home for like 3 days and they travel to Houston and then they travel back home for a few days and they go back to Texas all leading up to the conference tournament when Memphis is coming off of a pause for COVID. You're trying to get your legs back. You're trying to rest and recuperate. You've still got some guys that are dealing with the aftermath of COVID. And you're going to send Memphis essentially on an almost two-week road trip. F*** the AAC.
0: Thank you for listening to Tigers in 20. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to leave a comment and a rating wherever you download your podcasts. If you are interested in daily content all about the University of Memphis athletic program, please hop over to www.gotigers247.com. Articles are uploaded daily and you can join the Go Tigers 247 family by signing up for the VIP membership for even more behind the scenes information.